I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Drizzt Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Legion Fortner. What's going on, man? Hey, instant top 10 list on you doing the introduction that we do every week of cheese with saying the stupid shit where we from and make up middle fucking names. Instant top 10, great fucking job, and I highly appreciate you once again. Appreciate anybody that's fucking around and listening this week, man. Um, doing good, enjoying my donut breakfast. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm good, dude. I am. I'm back to I've, my my my. We talk about this a lot on the show. The ebbs and flows of playing games and our hobbies and stuff. And I'm on the upswing of getting back into video games, so I'm happy. And guitar is still there, but I had to take a break because yesterday I was playing and I sounded like I was playing with thimbles on my hands while my right hand was tied behind my back and my face was blindfolded um so terribly i was playing terribly and i was like i need to take a few days off so i got into some gaming last night which was awesome it was so much fun we'll talk a little bit about that uh but if this is your first time joining us me and todd host a video game show called skip the tutorial which you have clicked on and are listening to please stick around for video game discussion because sometimes what we do is we get together and we talk about video games in the news uh, sometimes we get together and do a top seven. Sometimes we do a round table. This week it's all about video games we've been playing in the nose. So welcome to that show. We're not, we've done like four top sevens in a row. Yes, we, and I love it. I did too. I enjoyed it. But it was good to talk about like new games, like games we've been playing. Like I'm excited about this one, Todd. I'm excited about this one. How are you doing, sir? How are you doing on doing this wonderful good, Saturday? I am doing good, but some of this conversation also reminded me about the importance of just managing your manic depression. You exactly. Know? So exactly. I'm doing great. Um, that's the kind of the way it's going today, man. And it, I, I feel you, though. I, I do truly feel what you're saying. It is nice to kind of have a game to get back into for whatever reason, for good or bad. I think it was the evil that kind of brought us into this game. Yeah, I think so. Which is fucked up. Like human beings gravitating towards negative more than positive news sometimes. Yes. That was just like, you know what? Fuck that. We haven't even got to play this shit. So, like, <laughs> I too. I'm, I'm excited. Because you said too. it last night, and then I was like, oh, it's got multiplayer? Now I've really got to play it. Um, so have you been playing, let me ask you this, cause we're going to talk a little bit about dark Alliance, but have you been playing any, did you play anything else besides dark Alliance? Cause I got a couple that I did want to get into. Yeah. I'll get mine out the way. Cause yeah. it's the usual suspects. Um, I actually on the slick have been still playing like I'll play destroy all humans. I, that's I love that my game. favorite little mental health games I've been playing. Um, I went back and been playing ghost of Tsushima on the cool, like by myself, like secretly like a damn ghost. I, I just love that game so much. I tapped in with Cyberpunk with the 1.23 update. Didn't see anything. Got the fuck off. Slid back a little bit and slowly fucking with the Mass Effect 2. But I had been still having more fun with watching Sarah sit down and stretch that game out. And it, I still say so. For me personally, that's like the best damn remake for me personally ever. I'm so excited about it. Or remaster it. Or master whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um... And uh, yeah, I mean it was some something else, but it's not. Oh yeah, one thing that I'm not playing, but I must admit because we did talk about E3 a little bit and just go through the news last week. 
I am super excited about multiplayer for Halo Infinite in a way I haven't been right. for a while. Um, the free multiplayer. That I am excited about, and I hope it. I hope it does live up to those expectations. I'm gonna allow myself to have good expectations for that. This might be my last hoorah with Halo and having a chance with it, but it reminds me of kind of leading into what you'll probably talk about and we'll talk about together about the value that I'm getting from Game Pass, even with situations like Dark Alliance and why, um, because that's really what I was just like. Okay, I gotta play this game. And I'll let you probably talk about it more because you actually have more of a history with it. The real reason why I wanted to give it a try is because it was free on Game Pass. Me too. And I never got a chance to deal in Dungeons and Dragons. And I know like you and John, the legend, would be able to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. And I just want to fuck with the lore. Fuck it and see what it was about. Um, So I'm not going to get into it. I'll wait till you wrap yours up and then maybe I'll go back and forth. But that's pretty much what I've been playing this week, man. What about you, my brother? Man, I've I've got some that I've been getting into this week, but I did want to talk a little bit before we get into it, the value of Games Pass and kind of like, is this the way games are going? Like, I know Sony has talked about their subscription service and stuff like that, and I know that they've been re- trying to revamp it and rework it and stuff. But pause, 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 pause for me. Well, that was funny because you actually paused it. I was just, I, you were about to make an amazing point. And I really want to shut the fuck up. So, but I don't want us to forget this before the end because you did the introduction. Yeah. I have to shout out everybody in the Discord this week. Yes. We talk about the Patreon a lot and lately or whatever to kind of add value. But if you want to fuck with the show and see at the core what the tribe is about, again, I talked about it on the Patreon. Like, shout out to what they did and what we really try to build as far as a group. Please go to our Discord. It's kind of self-managed, and I love that. I trust that. King Riley, Oshami, and Buddhist Bob, Dewey, all of them, they take care of that. Um, and it's a, a free thing, great value added, and it really gives you an idea of what we all about beyond just talking this shit on this mic all the time. Please go to the Discord. Please go to the Discord. It's been made great again. Um, Patreon, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about it at the end. But I wanted to specifically say that before you get into some real shit and I shut the fuck up about it. Sorry about that, bro. No worries. But no, it was me and Bob were talking about it. We were playing last night online, and I'll get into some of the games. And maybe we save this conversation for a later period, because I'm finding myself more and more willing to go to Games Pass and see what's on there and download it and play it than I am to look at the PlayStation Store and buy a new game and install it. Like, because it's real quick for me. Now, maybe it's because I've got them separate and, like, the PS5's in the living room and I've got the Games Pass on the computer and I can go to the computer go, oh, I want to play that, install, and then just walk off and then come back later and play it. And it's just like, so, I know that Xbox has said that they don't even see themselves as competitors with Sony anymore. They're playing in their own realm. Like, Nintendo's playing in their own realm. My question, though, is, like, do you think there's a future where Sony adopts a Games Pass, like, program and figures out that well okay so this is getting that interaction because xbox not only is making money off their games pass subscriptions but they're making money they're making more money off the idle subscriptions of people who don't use the service and pay 10 bucks a month to just have it there like i went what eight six weeks without playing i didn't have anything installed i had actually uninstalled a bunch of games and my subscription still came out. So it's kind of curious. I'm I'm curious to see what Sony's response, because Sony has the exclusives, but now Xbox has the Bethesda exclusives, 
And they've talked about how Halo's coming there day one. They've talked about how that new Starfield's coming there day one. And then if you look at what's actually coming out soon, I mean, there's stuff on here that I can't wait for. Um, like Psychonauts 2, Forza Horizon 5. Like, that's all coming day one to Games Pass. Like, Age of Empires 4, October 28th, day one on Games Pass. I'm going to play that. So, I think it's interesting that I think, personally, I think Games Pass is going to remodel how we work, how we interact with our games in this industry. Like, I think it's 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 a powerful tool, and I think that they've done it right, and I think it's going to completely remodel everything. Like, ultimately. So, just kind of a curious thought before we get into the games we've been playing, because I want to talk about Dark Alliance with you. Um, but let me get on to a couple of these real quick. Uh, first off is Proteus. Have you heard of this? This is the first time that I have seen an early access game on Games Pass. And I had to install it. It is. Oh, yeah, I did see that. It looked like uh, colon cancer or something would look on the inside on the cover or something. It does, know. dude. That's actually the perfect description for the cover. It does. It, that's exactly what it looks like. It is a throwback to 90s Doom. They have made a throwback to 90s Doom. I played a good 45 minutes to an hour of this and had an absolute blast. Except it's got kind of modern weapon and aesthetics. Like, it's it's got Doom aesthetics, but it uses the rendering and the combat technology of modern FPS games. It is so much fun. So much fun, dude. I think you installing this, you would enjoy this. Like, it's just over the top. You're just running through a maze, killing enemies, collecting, like, nondescript items so you can move on to the next level. And that is what this is. No storyline, really. I mean, you're on a ship. The ship gets absorbed into hell. And you have to fight your way out. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Blood, guts, 1632-bit, whatever you want to call it. I think Doom running 32, but um, it's just, just beautiful, man. Good sound design, good music. It kicks in. It's it's absolutely over the top and insane. Like, I love these throwbacks now that we're getting. Like, they haven't successfully made a good, like, PS1 retro throwback, but now that they've made a Doom, like, 90s Doom throwback, I'm enjoying to see where some of these throwbacks go. I feel like we're starting to get out of the realm of... We're basically starting to get out of the realm of like 16 bit 30 16 bit throwback RPGs. Like that's where it used to be where all these indie games and we're getting into that realm where people are like, "Well, I really like playing Doom or I really liked playing like Resident Evil the first one as a kid. I want to make a game like that." And there's the technology out there to do it. Highly recommend Proteus. Highly recommend it. I had a lot of fun. I'm going to go back and play more of that today. The next one, before we get to Dark Alliance, that me and Bob ended up playing last night because of Dark Alliance, is called Deep Rock Galactic. Deep Rock Galactic, also on Games Pass. Proteus is on Games Pass. Deep Rock Galactic's on Games Pass. Deep Rock Galactic is a multiplayer mining survival game where you play as gnomes in deep space who are mining for materials off of these alien rocks and having to fight against hordes of enemies. So it's got kind of a Left 4 Dead element to it, but it's got a Minecraft element to it. It's got a like different character classes that have different utilities. I'm playing as a gunner right now. 
So, like, I'm mainly combat, but I'm mining, too. And then you've got this, like, element. Like, there's this map that you look at. It's a terrain map. And it's a 3D terrain map that tells you where the stuff is that you're looking for. And you got to figure out how to get to it. Like, last night in the second mission, we were mining alien eggs. So, they were, like, hidden in the walls. So, you had to look at the terrain map and, like, figure out where they were and go pinpoint them and mine into the wall to get there. Um, it's got great character design. The hub is fascinating to me. There's so much going on in the hub where you go to select missions. Like you all have your own room, your space. You can, you know, customize your characters, put different clothes on your characters, different stickers, emblems, haircuts, you know, and it's got silly, dude. It's just silly sense of humor written all over it. This game should not work. This game should not work. This was so much fun. We played this for two and a half hours last night. Just mining and going after these things. It was a absolute uproar, man. Like, I have not had that much fun playing a multiplayer game in a long time. Like, it is just insanely cool. And you go off and do your own thing. And, you know, you mine your, you mine your gems. And you go dump them in your little robot. And then you go blast off. And you got fuzzy, di- you got fuzzy dice in the spaceship that you... You can hit, you can walk up to and interact with every time it's time to go. Me and Bob had this ritual last night where every time we got in the ship, we'd hit the fuzzy dice. And then every time we exited, we'd hit the fuzzy dice for good luck. I died a lot last night. And when you die and your buddy has to come resurrect you, he comes and he just pours water on you and you just you get up. It's just, it's so much fun, dude. Like Deep Rock Galactic, I highly recommend it, especially for multiplayer. That multiplayer aspect's really good. Um, the reason we played that was because of Dark Alliance, and we'll get into that a little bit. You played the single player. I played the multiplayer. I kind of want to hear about your experience with Dark Alliance first. The multi- well, you know, we we talked about it yesterday, and it was like, I've been trying to, my fucking, I told you, the Chinese is attacking my Wi-Fi or something. The Bitcoin is trying to get my motherfucking yeah. Ethereum. I ain't got rid of that shit for right now. Wait for it to bottom out again. But anyway, so I was just like, I was kind of eyeballing it because it was on Game Pass anyway. And again, just the Dungeon and Dragons aspect that I never really got into. I was like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to just fuck with the lore. So I... I really didn't have high expectations at all and then fuck around and come across some of just the reviews on it and it's just point zero point eight user review on Metacritic, I believe, and just yeah. certain people was just completely shitting on it, which that's fair. That's like super duper fair. But of course, I was like, well, I mean, why the fuck won't I check this out? Plus, I think Dewey was just like, hey, man, I I wanted to see what it was. And I was just like, you know what? I'm in the process of downloading now. So I actually didn't get a chance to fuck with it until this morning, though, um, because it just it took so long to to download. But so I probably got maybe a little I got through the first tutorial stage and that first act, basically, to kind of see some of I I saw enough of what some of the complaints and, and problems were. But I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't have fun with that little initial extent. I mean, little stint. It was fun. Um, I definitely felt like it was meant for other people. I definitely felt that. Like with the single player. Like this would be a lot more fun if I was playing with somebody. And I, I did feel a lot of the issues that people have. And I don't know if I'm going to get all the way through this damn game by any means. But, I mean, I wasn't mad about the time I spent with it. 
but it, that's also because I think I'm excited about the value that Games Pass brings more so than anything else. Like, okay, I could just get this game rented for the weekend. If I don't yep. like it, I could take it take it out. Um, it also doesn't. I told I talk about this all the time. I think maybe it was just from the GameStop experience where I just had access to all the games at all time, but have to learn how to like take in a certain amount of hours of a game, maybe not even watch it all, and be able to like analyze it in a way where I could yeah or nay it. This one, I mean, even with my limited experience, I wouldn't say it's a complete waste of of your fucking space to download this for free. Um, but I also. But I also didn't run into any issues yet. And I know those, I feel like those issues will come. And at that point, I will have much more of an in-depth, you know, perspective if I'm able to even get there. But my initial impression playing it for a little bit over probably an hour or whatever is unexpected. Like maybe because I expected it not to work at all as soon as I cut it on. <laughs> yeah, like anything, fair, you know what fair. I'm saying? It was like people shit on it so bad where it was just like, I just expected it to be so bad where when I looked at it, I was like, okay, well, the intro doesn't look that bad, and okay, it's just like a normal hub world game, it's a little free game, okay, and I, okay, oh, so I was more pleasantly surprised by shit that did work as opposed to shit that didn't. Um, that's kind of my initial impression real quick, but I am more interested to hear you and Bob's experience, because I, I feel like with shitty games like this, they're always better with friends. Like, 100%. You, can always, you know what I mean? Because you can make your own fun with it, and I feel like I can see where that might have a little small like cult following with this type of game that also like Dungeons and Dragons and really know what's going on with the lore as opposed to like somebody like me that's just grabbing it and getting bored with it or finding areas that might be more difficult and challenging without a team and just being like, okay, I'm done with this fucking game. But what what, what are you your thoughts and you know what, what was Bob talking about with the game? How'd it go? Yeah, so we got on last night. We decided to go right into multiplayer. It won't let you do multiplayer until you've completed the tutorial. So you have to complete the tutorial first before it allows you to unlock the multiplayer aspect of the game. And the funny thing, though, is if you set your game to multiplayer before you play the tutorial, you have to exit out and go back in. Because if you set it to multiplayer, then you can't access the tutorial of the game. It's locked out. So that's a little bit wonky. Um, Dark Alliance originally, there was Dark Alliance and Dark Alliance 2 that came out on the PS2. Um, and the, I think it was on the OG Xbox. Uh, but it was Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. And if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you've heard me talk about Baldur's Gate. It was one of my favorite RPGs growing up. It's still one of my favorite RPGs of all time. I love, love, love Baldur's Gate. I don't know how many times I've played through that. I love Baldur's Gate 2. Um, go for the eyes, boo. It's my favorite quote. Classic gaming fest. Classic Boy. gaming fest. Yes, yeah. But Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance was a different console hack and slash, so it was a different take on it. Um, it's like Dungeons & Dragons Heroes, um, except it's kind of gauntlet style. Your characters are pre-selected. They have pre-selected stats. You can adjust those stats as you go through the game like you can in this one. Um, and you have a very linear storyline that you're approaching, and that's what your goal is, to beat the story. Now, in Dark Alliance, this one, what I noticed initially and first off the bat was it was pretty clear to me that they had taken a lot from Neverwinter, the MMO, the right. free MMO. Like, there's a lot that right. they took from the Neverwinter UI, the systems, the maps, the builds, the combat. Like, they took a lot from Neverwinter. Which ultimately, I think, is a good thing. Because Neverwinter is a successful MMO. I played it for probably 40, 45 hours free. I enjoyed Neverwinter. 
I still want to get back on there one day and play more of it, but that's when I'm ready to pay for it because in Neverwinter, you hit that lock pretty fast. Like you get to that point where you cannot progress any further until you level up or you pay for levels essentially. So all you can do is dungeon, dungeon crawling. Um, and I just didn't want to do that. I just got bored with, you know, trying to level up my character. But in this one, it's a linear storyline with a lot of elements from that. The combat system felt very good. I like the combat first. I do. I do. I like, I like this. I, I played as the barbarian who's got the hammer. I think you played as Drizzt. And I think that yeah, I played a role, which is I've had fun with. So this again, I just finished the first act. I was surprised about how much fun I had with the combat, even with the jankiness of it. Yeah. Even with the, the kind of it almost feels like there's a delay in certain aspects. The camera kind of was feeling weird. The yeah. lock is a little bit weird. All that shit. I get all that. I get all that. But I had fun for the most part. And I was playing by myself. And there were yeah. a couple of parts where I felt I was going to be even more frustrated with the with the combat. I could see it coming, maybe, but like I, I, I mean, I'll probably play more today, man. Like I'm not gonna lie, I probably I mean, will too. But I could, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. Go well, ahead. you you hit on a good point about the combat. The one element I didn't care for was the lock system, and the only reason I didn't like the locking system was for some reason for me. I don't know if it did this for the Drizzt character. Um, I was playing as the barbarian who's a larger character, so he takes up a larger portion of the screen. When I would lock onto a goblin, the camera automatically moved down and it would stay locked in place and I couldn't see around me like I wanted to. Um, you know, I couldn't really see, move my camera around. I don't, I mean, I didn't think that's another example of I was expecting the lock to be so shitty where like the same. Like, somebody will have a comment about Ghost of Tsushima and say they wish they had a true lock on Ghost of Tsushima, and I would be like, well, it, I mean, it, it, is, it is kind of, like, it works for me. I think the lock is shitty on Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, but if you don't just sit there and stay locked, like, if, if I would just yeah. click on and click off real quick, it wasn't that annoying. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was just actions where, like, or just activities where you get boxed in on the side and they like the big orc would do the weird scorpion thing that doesn't look right kind of yeah. thing or throw a weird ass trap at you that doesn't really quite lock you and you kind of locked around like some of the combat things were weird where it's just like man i could be playing scarlet ne- nexus right now and i'd probably be playing playing some shit like that i want to play um, that which is i love astro chain so much but for a free fucking game where it's like dungeons and dragons and i would get on here and get loaded and have fun with my friends and it's four people I would dig into this, and I found myself still being driven. Though though there were times I was like, I'm not going to make it through. I just felt the urge to continue going. Where there are great games, just period, that I know are great, like Control, where I'm just like, I don't want to play this fucking shit, and I don't pick it up again, which is weird. Like I wouldn't even get through the first act of it. But I like Hack and Slash for this reason. I really like, and I like the concept of like throwing back to like the gauntlet days, right? How much time did we spend as like teenagers playing gauntlet with our friends for no reason other than because it was well, fun? Well, you just brought up a point. You just brought up a good point that I appreciate. And it was the fact that you were like, hey, man, you would like Prometheus, the colon cancer lookalike cover because it's just a 16 bit Doom remake. I'm an OG, triple OG of the gaming industry as far as just playing games, bro, just like you and yeah. everybody else is probably listening for as far as the demographic, but I'm probably older than most of y'all. Bro, I- I'm going to have an appreciation for shitty games in 2021. Me that too. Somebody that's a little bit more technical and have a little bit more, you know, 
reasons to critique the shit because they didn't go through the fires of Pong, <laughs> Pong. Or, or things like that, where it's just like, you know, Superman 64. Yeah, I think when, especially when it kicks over in the gaming community where they it gets shit on so much where you can't not pay a little attention to it. Right. Like, if it goes too far, it's like, okay. Well, I mean, and then some some games do live up to that extremity of shit. Some games but do. This, I, so far, this isn't the one for me, but I don't. all it takes is that hard crash or, and or, like, that bug-breaking thing and or I just started fucking playing it. It could get stale within 18 hours, and I'll just be like, I can't deal with this fucking shit, whatever. But so far, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's not the shittiest game I've played. It's on par with a lot of shitty games I've been playing recently. It's okay. Yeah, and it's it's one of these things where playing it with Bob was a lot of fun because we got to joke around a lot. So some of the things that were broken in the game in multiplayer for us... The enemies were severely broken in multiplayer. It got to a point where we would literally be staring at a goblin, and he just was staring at us. He wasn't attacking at all. He was he he just wouldn't attack. He wouldn't move. He would just sit there and look at us. I would be attacking an archer, and the archer wouldn't do anything. But then we got to we got to the end of the first mission, and we got to that boss fight, and we got our butts handed to us. That was fun. I like the difficulty. We did set it at a higher difficulty. And okay. but it was a lot of fun cuz you know, it almost reminded me a little bit of Monster Hunter with dodge strike, dodge strike, dodge strike, block. I like that. I do like that a lot. My thing with the barbarian and I may pick a different character because the barbarian's hammer movement is real slow. It hits like a Mack truck. Don't get me wrong. But you have to be locked on with the Barbarian because it is extremely slow to wind up and attack. And that was the one thing that was kind of frustrating because on Neverwinter, I play as a great weapons fighter. Um, but I've got some speed boost in that game. So I'm a lot, like, I swing a lot faster and I'm a true tank. I'm a true tank. And I felt like they built the Barbarian to be a tank, but he's not tanky enough. Like, he doesn't take the hits as much as he could. His armor class isn't as high. So that's kind of what I was looking at with that's the D and D in me. That's pure D and D. And see and see you see what that that's the side that you're going into. I'm more interested a little bit in that lore and that yeah. storyline and what the what the what the hubbub is all about. And maybe getting a little taste of that, you know what I mean? So that's that's think a, another reason why I give it a pass. Um, because again, like maybe if I could get John the legend on the game or maybe you on the game or, yeah. you know, whatever, we could make at least a little run. Now I do hate to hear that you can have like mixed classes and things of that nature that, which I, you know, where me and you and Bob wanted to get on the game and I built up the role and he built up the role. We couldn't play. I mean, we yeah. went into that. I, I think Marvel Avengers is like that too, which is why that's shitty. Um, but I am gonna get back on that shit when Black Panther come out. That'll be what brings me back on. I ain't gonna lie, it's not that shitty for me not to fuck with that. But uh, but I mean, what's uh, cause I mean that's pretty much what we've been playing. Like, like, and I know this is basically initial reactions. The game just came out. But like, what do you, what are you, your thoughts on it as far as moving forward? Do you think we'll be even talking about this next week, or I is think... this kind of just the the news of the week? I'm gonna give it another shot because we ran into something last night that made us jump off completely. Where we got to the last boss of that first one, it's the double boss. There's two of them. And we were yeah, fighting them, and we got killed. And what ended up happening was we took us both to the loading screen. And when it took us to the loading screen, the game wouldn't load. 
And so we exited out and we jumped back in and all of our loot was gone and all of our progress was gone. We were going to have to replay that entire first mission over again, um, which it was fun. So that was enough for us to both jump off at that point and go play Deep Rock Galactic. I'm going to give it another shot today because I think this is the kind of game that I'm going to enjoy more in multiplayer than anything else because it is very much a hack and slash game. And I like it. I like that. But I do kind of want to mess around with the single player too, just to see if I get some of those same bugs I ran into last night. And I know, I know for a fact that they are completely aware, Wizards of the Coast development, they're completely aware of the bugs. They've been tweeting about it. They're actively trying to fix them. And, you know, Dark Alliance for me is kind of like a classic Harkin and throwback to like, I mean, that's really what it is. It's if you don't want to play a giant MMO, you don't want to play a giant RPG story, you want to get in some of the lore about Drizzt, who's probably arguably the most famous character in D&D. Like, he's the one that a lot of people know because of the R.A. Salvatore books, which are good books. I like those books. But, you know, it's one of those that it's like, this is a good hack and slash if you just want to jump in and have some fun and jump out. Like, go for it. I'm probably going to keep playing it. I mean... I actually do kind of enjoy it. Like it's it's outside of the game breaking bug last night. I want to give it another shot and yeah. fingers crossed it doesn't break. So, yeah man, I mean look man, it's not the game that you fuck, it's the game you finger. I feel you on that. Fingers <laughs> crossed. So like but um but I'm also happy so, the other side about this is you talked about this on Games Pass. Sorry. I'm happy that I didn't like I don't know if I would have gone out and purchased yeah. this. Nah, I, this is totally. This is totally. Oh, so look, this is totally through the scope of a free fucking game. Exactly. I, like that. This is totally through. Like, I, like I love games like Man Eater. I'm, I wasn't mad that I spent twenty nine ninety nine on Man Eater. This game, I would have been like, oh, don't fucking spend your money on it. You know what I'm saying? But if you got Game Pass, go for it. This is kind of, that's where some of the value is in Game Pass. I think it's like a broke like a stupid game. This is a perfect. Like if people play games, I I haven't played such yet, so I don't want to talk about it. Like that's from what I understand like a good game, right? But for me just like the looking of it, like the looking. I'm so country. <laughs> the but looking. it's just like okay, I need to get into it, but like Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons this this for at this point seems like there there's an audience for it. You know, for sure, but we'll see. And I and I hadn't run into that game breaking issue like that first egg boss. I thought I was gonna die. You know what I mean? But that's like the power sets are cool in the in the yeah, combat too. And there's certain things that the ultimate. But I think the ultimate is like I like the ultimate. You that's, get dressed that's what Panther. Exactly. Yeah, Come dope. on, bruh. And Ghost says like. And yeah, like there was a little strategy there. I was like, okay, well, if I do the little invisible roll thing, pop off my ultimate on the double, and then. Go ahead, you pick off the side niggas first, and then you take care of the big ogre, and boom, you knock them out. But I, I did feel the heat there in that first little act. Now, I, it's a little shit that I, I will get back into it a little bit because I didn't see where it was like an in game option to change my loot. Maybe there is, but I didn't look for it. That, that was annoying um, that I couldn't do that, like adding in the loot. But um, are you I talking think you about wait till the hub mid quest? Yeah, you got to wait till the hub world. Yeah, that, that type. Is that that's how Monster Hunter is? Is it? I don't remember. Yeah, Monster Hunter is because you're just collecting items. I mean, you can go back in Monster right. Hunter to like camp, and you can go to the box and exchange is. some stuff. But you, yeah, right. But yeah, okay. And, and surprisingly, I thought this was gonna be more annoying. But like when you clear a stage, and it gives you the option to either rest and get your health back, and or get the item loot thing. 
I thought I would be resting all the time, but I do like that a little I bit. Like that. I like that. I like that. That's know, the checkpoint. It, it wasn't the, yeah, the checkpoint where it was just like, okay, you know what? Like I died a little bit, but I think I could clear the next stage. I want some more items. Fuck it. We'll we, we'll go. I actually surprisingly thought that I liked it more than I thought, but it, again, I thought I was going to walk into a restaurant and they were going to serve me human feces on a plate. <laughs> so like when they gave me like a you know, a dry turkey sandwich. I was like, this is the best goddamn dry turkey sandwich I've ever had in my life. Right? It's like if you haven't eaten in a while and you get pea soup. You don't like pea soup, but that's the best pea soup you've ever had. Split pea soup, not pea soup. Split yeah, pea soup right. with now, ham. Not for me. I'm not going to lie. That's some white people that eat. Right. Then that would take me probably. I hate peas. Peas is one of my worst foods. They'll probably tell. I'd have to be starving for peas. When I was a baby, my mother used to try to feed me peas with my shrimp. And I know mm-hmm. I would throw that plate across said floor. I mean, room uh, every time. Childish. Talking about shrimp. I'm sorry. We. It made me think of something last night where I went over to this dude's crawfish. He had a crawfish broil, and he said, well, yeah, man, it's going to be real crawfish in Louisiana, and we're going to really do this up. It was the worst crawfish I ever had. The guy lived in Louisiana for like a year, and he had made some gumbo, but he didn't put the Holy Trinity. He didn't make the roux properly. It was just... Sorry, you had me. He put peas in his gumbo. That's what I'm getting at. He put peas in his gumbo. I don't know why you put peas in your gumbo. That's not, that's not, that's you, that's not, we're not, let's just, we might need to cut that whole thing. Cause the number one, there's the, you don't, there's no it's, such thing as peas gumbo. No, there's I know. There's literally no such thing. There's no fucking, I know. Met, no proper, I don't know why you would. To man that you could put, that's like, I put hot dogs in gumbo. Like what? No, maybe okra. Okra, Definitely you yeah, put okra, yeah. Okra, yes. But peas, peas. Don't, I don't know why. Saying. Why did you put the peas in like, the gumbo? Is that? But you know what? I'm glad you brought this up because I think that some people that hate this game feel like you put peas in their gumbo. <laughs> You're probably and, right. And, and, You're I, probably and I wouldn't right. knock them for that. So like, yeah. if 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 we are eating gumbo with peas in it, you know, and being like, well, it's not that bad. Remember what I said earlier. I still think that's better than a plate of shit. That's a hundred percent. Yes. This is the perspective of this is this is based off of downloading this game from games pass and you gave me free gumbo, but you put peas in it and I don't know why I don't know. And I mean, look, you ruined the gumbo. Shortage. I still haven't got my PS five, so I can't talk about Ratchet and Clank. I, and even though Walmart is giving them away now, I think it's a pride thing. Cause I'm born in America and I want my shit with convenience. I want you to drop it off at my door without me having to fucking go outside. <laughs> that's, and that's what it is. Now, like, you know what I'm saying? My car, go my old ass car is worth more. Go fetch my PS5. Chips. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely would probably not even be playing this game if I had a five right now. Um, and that, well, I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. Well, because there's I don't not know. a whole lot out for five. That's what I'm saying. There's like, I mean, if I'm gonna play Scarlet I Nexus, I would already beat Ratchet and Clank, mate. But I don't. What do you? I don't know. I don't even know. How I don't know, dude. Saturday. Like, I, I, I've. I, that's my biggest issue with Sony right now is you have the greatest system out. You really do. PS5 is an amazing system. You have absolutely nothing out there for it except for like three games, like three games. Like that's what you got. Like. Don't get me wrong, like, the PS4, when it dropped, it didn't have a lot of games, but it had a lot of, like, little indie exclusive games that got us through, like, Transistor and Striden, and uh, you had, like, Battlefield 4 that it came with. Like, you had a lot of that. 
going on, right? People wasted a lot of time with Destiny One. Like Destiny I know, I wasted one. a lot of time yeah. with, with Destiny One. The because it had the multiplayer. And yeah. Again, shout out to the tribe for what they did for fellow tribes. When I'm not bullshitting about that, it legitimately, I, I forgot what it was called, like a guild or whatever. It was like a hundred, hundreds of people. The motherfucker that y'all helped out this week is literally one of the best damn first like destiny shooters. Like I, I, I wish I would have sure. got tape on that shit. But, um, but anyway, yeah. But you had things like that that took up a lot of time. And that, right now you got I like feel- Demon Souls and Ratchet and Clank. Well, and you do you think I think it also has to do with it's a lot. It's still a lot of motherfuckers that are like me. Like you, Ben had the game, the the console. Some people have flipped through four consoles, and it's motherfuckers still like me. We got a whole gaming show, and uh, I don't. I still haven't yeah. put in no. I I have not given a hand job in the back of the motherfucking mm-hmm. hobby lobby for the motherfucking PlayStation Five, and or just put in the extra extra amount of work. Yeah, to, to order one. It's a lot of people like me that where it's just like I'm not where going normally to. I think. Yeah, I think we're normally where games like see this is where sporting games and shit and the culture comes in too to kind of help carry. I think where a lot of people like me would have maybe gave two K twenty one more of a shot just because it was on the new system. Yeah, playing whereas a lot of motherfuckers that just got stuck on the old old older generation. And it's not a money thing; it's more so just a convenience thing. Yeah, whatever. And then you add on top of that, you have Games Pass where. But almost like a perfect storm for Microsoft, you can start picking off yep. people that would have been spending time on PS5 because it's just like you know, fuck it, I can just play this and well, and then the PS5 know, controller out. dies so fast that I just like that's part of it too, man. And I hate to say it, but it's like part of it too is like if the PS5 controller's dead, I'm not going to plug it in. I just walk back to my computer and see what's on Games Pass. It's like my and mouse, plus, my mouse ain't right. dead. Like, then like you said and then it's on the computer so i mean yeah. naturally like i'm gonna just want to look at just my monitor yeah. alone it just looks beautiful even though i like when i get my five i'm set up but the tv is just right and everything and blah 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 but i mean okay how many times am i gonna beat miles morales and it looked fine on my playstation 4 pro well, like I, that's the thing too I, I haven't seen anything outside of ratchet and clank that it is the one game that i was like okay yeah. i wish i had it by now right but outside of that, I have not seen anything that really I'm losing my mind about not being able to play on my pro. And nine out of ten, I, it's not going to look better than what I can pull off on my little yeah. rankety dank PC setup. Well, and it's like after I beat Demon Souls and I played like a couple of the PlayStation Plus games or PlayStation Gold games or whatever, PlayStation Plus. Uh, like I played that Stranded Deep one for a little bit and it was all right, but. Like, outside of that, man, like, primarily I'm using my PS5 as a 4K Blu-ray player and, like, 4K streaming device. Like, Sound like Dewey. Right? Like, I'm just like... And here's the other thing. Here's the beautiful thing about it. If I just want to watch something on my PS5, like, just HBO or whatever, because that's all I'll stream on there, because they don't have the HBO app on my television. If I want to watch, like, HBO Max on my PS5... My controller, because of my television, my controller will control my PS5. I can just flip through the tiles and hit enter and use it to control my media on PS5. I don't know, though. I do want to feel the PlayStation 5. I want to feel that big motherfucker. I want to feel the controller in my hand. The controller's hands. dope. I want to rub it. The controller's dope. I want to touch it. I want it. I want it the light to blue to, to yeah. blink up and be happy on that thick bitch. I do need to charge Look it. You. I do need to charge yeah, it. Yeah, I do. All right. I want it. You ready to go bad. for some news? Yeah, man. Yeah, we can. I mean, yeah. I, I, 
I'll let you do your thing. I mean, what is there? What the fuck? What news is out? Let's let's do this. Are we gonna put the news theme in it? Yeah, put some news theme on it. We'll talk about news theme. I've always got articles. News theme. Channel Four News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy. Chamkine Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. Yeah, that was the news theme. A little anchorman for you. All right, first piece of news. Talking about it, I think PlayStation has finally taken their attempt at marketing to a new level to get away from Xbox and uh, Nintendo. Ghost of Tsushima, uh, award-winning video game, excellent game. I think your number one game of last year, Todd. Uh, it was a great game. Fantastic. Amazing. Still good, um, but they have updated the box art. They have updated the box art to have only on PlayStation wording. Says it right on the top of the box. Only on PlayStation. So I think this is their... I think we have talked about this. We talked about this a year ago. We talked about the exclusives. We talked about how that is PlayStation's real selling point is their exclusives. And I think they are leaning into that marketing on that. So Ghost of Tsushima only on PlayStation. That's the very first piece of news we got this week. It was the most popular piece of news and it dropped four days ago. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's weird because it sounds like no news. <laughs> that's, that's really kind of what it is. It's kind of what no news. It's just like, hey, hey, everybody. Everybody knows Ghost of Tsushima last year's game was the PlayStation 4 exclusive. Guess what PlayStation did? Said it was exclusive. Drops Mike. <laughs> I mean that's true. That's the that's the hey, this is what PS PlayStation did. Only on PlayStation. Okay, and like I don't know, is it are we living in an age now where Games Pass is like the ability to try a bunch of different games that we normally wouldn't try supersedes like the exclusive content, the like six exclusives you release a year? Like I think it's a problem with the chip shortage and it's a yeah. big chunk of the culture that has not been on that same hamster wheel of being able to just get into the PlayStation 5 too that's also opening that up and it's like what you've been saying for the past year and a half at least that the value in Game Pass I was behind you but it's true like the value in Game Pass is is getting so much more and more like what Netflix did with gaming and it's dope you know what I mean it is. It's, it's the mixture of both it you is. know, it just is. Now, when the PlayStation starts coming out with games like the, you know, if they like God of War, for example, I was trying to think of something else. Yeah. Like Ragnarok, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Ragnarok's um, going to be big. Right. But I mean, look, I am leaning more and more for the first time to like really, like I said, thinking about how excited I am about what's going on with Halo Infinite. And, yep. What's gonna happen with by the time PlayStation Five comes out, um, with uh, Ragnaroks and uh, certain exclusive games? But this is kind of like a, a isn't anything new? I it's, think with I, generations, I don't think it's anything necessary. I think the newest part about this is the the new technology. Really, I think right. it's the new technology. Thereof. Yeah, and lack thereof. The yeah. pandemic weird thing, but like yeah. that first year is always weird in the transition. That's what I mean. Like that first year in transition in systems, it's always kind of like a who's gonna win and why. Well, you know, there's a reason why Xbox was ahead of PlayStation for a while. Well, and it's also kind of it's a little bit different because like Xbox is 
Xbox has almost taken themselves out of the the race, the console race. Like the like they are almost like they focus more on Games Pass than anything else. They don't really focus on. I mean, I hear about the Series X. I know people like the Series X, but you always hear about Games Pass. Really, it's it's. I hear less and less about the Series X and more about the Games Pass. Well, it's true because I long for my my consoles as far as PlayStation. I'm a, I think I'm gonna want that always because of the exclusives. My Nintendo Switch. I'm not driven to get. I'd much rather have a PC and have Games Pass 100%. than an Xbox Series X. That's just pretty much my preferred layout at this time. But I tr- and I truly appreciate Game Pass for giving me that option and opportunity. Yep. I mean, even for what it costs, like it's just cost effective across the board. I think ten bucks a um, month. Yeah, like I, it's really actually helped me keep gaming without having to spend a lot of money. Between that, yep. you know, and if I didn't already own most of the PlayStation free games and shit like that, I think I mean, well, the last game I purchased was a uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and that's worth every fucking penny to me. I think the last game I bought was Hitman Three. Did you even play it? No, I ain't even played it yet. I was actually gonna install it today, but I didn't even play it. That's the the value of Game Pass. So, yeah. yeah. All right. And played Hitman Three, an award winning game, but I got on Dark Alliance real fast, a game that supposedly shit the bed, but wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Uh, yeah, Hitman is beautiful, but I feel you. Yeah. Next piece of news: Phil Spencer went on a podcast this week and explained why Halo Infinite does not have a release date. Mostly because they don't want to disappoint people or be seen as failures. I mean, that's really, that was kind of the summary of his conversation was, you know, I, th- I think what happened is the industry took a look at what happened with Cyberpunk and they were like, never mind. Like, never mind. We need to back off of this. Like, that is not, that is not, we don't want to be any part of that. And that's smart. Especially when you're dealing with something that's got as much expectation behind it as Halo Infinite does. Like, don't put that release date on there. Don't. It comes out, it comes out. And that's what I think. You should put that release date like two weeks before it drops. And then let let it go. Because you know it's going to get bought up. You don't have to advertise Halo Infinite. You know it's going to get bought up and played. It's going to games past day one. Like, you don't even need to advertise it. Just put it out. Like, you're good. Like... You probably don't even need two weeks. You could just probably drop it and people would be like, they would lose their mind. That really probably, if they just ghost dropped it, yeah. that would probably be the best thing that they could do. Yeah. Just ghost drop that hoe. Just drop that hoe one day. Drop it. Fuck it. Like drop it on like maybe like a long weekend or something where people would keep like fuck with Thursday it. like on the Thursday night before. Just right. Boom. Just drop that bitch. You know. But I mean, I think it's too big of a game for them to do that. It's like, I think, didn't they do Apex Legends like that? Yeah, when, they dropped Apex like, like that. Drop, they just, yeah. It was just like a ghost drop that whole boom, and then blew up, right? Huge. Imagine if they did that with Halo Infinite. It would ghost. People would be like, what? <laughs> be freaked out. Next piece of news, Starfield. Starfield. The trailer. That trailer that we saw for Starfield was completely constructed in-game. No cinematic tools were used. I got to say, that's a little impressive. That's a little That's a little impressive. I, I gotta admit, I gotta admit, um, I, I'm excited for Starfield. I think Starfield's gonna be good. I need to get a, I need to get a new PC or a new uh, graphics card before I even try that. Which that'll be my goal in the next couple of weeks to get a new graphics card. Next, and they run crisis <laughs> in the middle of a Delta crisis. We got the Delta Force 
COVID and cyberpunk shortages. That's what we got. Delta Force COVID and cyberpunk shortages. All right, next piece of news. Cyberpunk, talking about that, it is currently on the PlayStation Store at the lowest price it's ever been, which is $29.99. Currently, it is at $29.99. It does have a warning when you purchase it now. It says, important notice, users continue to experience performance issues with this game. Purchase for use on PS4 systems is not recommended. For the best cyberpunk experience, play on PS4 Pro and PS5 systems. So that 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 duh. It pretty much like come on, man. Come on, man. That is really that is really just come on. That's just the reality. All right, next piece of news. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. I am looking at the news, right? Yes. Some of these articles just don't seem like news. Um, Windows 11. Windows 11. They're calling this the Windows operating system for gamers. They are leaning in. Microsoft is leaning in to gaming hard. They realize people buy PCs for one thing these days outside of business utility, and that is for gaming. People don't go online to go on to AOL chat rooms and check their mail anymore on shop on Amazon. They do that on their phone. They are buying PCs. If you're buying a desktop PC or a laptop, more than likely you're either doing music production or gaming. That's probably what it is. And they are leaning hard into the gaming industry on Windows 11. I'm going to have auto HDR, a unique capability we're offering with Windows 11 that automatically adds HDR enhancements to games built with DirectX 11. They've got the NVM SSD and proper drives. It can load games faster than ever before. They're actually using um, technology called direct storage, what they actually used and was uh, built and featured in the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. They're going to have a brand new gaming store. Games Pass is going to be already in PCs when you buy them with Windows 11. It's going to be pre-installed. Bro, it's a combination of two favorite worlds. <laughs> you bring in Windows and you make it better for gaming. That's what it is. It's kind of fascinating, dude. Gaming's the way we've... I mean, we talked about this a little bit, right? How big is the gaming industry compared to everything else? It's right. huge, right? You know what, I man? But you right. But fuck Bill Gates and his farm <laughs> stealing ass. <laughs> That's true. He's a horrible person. I don't fucking know when out he... here giving out COVID vaccines so they can fucking monitor me with their microchips and shit. Here's my question. Long though. live McAfee. <laughs> when did Bill Gates become the good guy? Did, did nobody remember the antitrust laws that were created because of him? Does no, nobody remember that? Gates, man. That's it. I just don't want my church's chicken to have extra legs anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. I've been at churches. Shout a long out to time. Kwame Brown. Shout out to Kwame Brown and Mama's cooking. But um, churches or Popeyes biscuits. Yeah. Churches biscuits for sure. Popeyes right? biscuits will fucking kill you if you're not careful. Yeah, you They're gotta delicious. get a drink. Eat it right, but but it's it's not. They'll kill you if you're not careful. You around here looking Nobody. like Tyrone Biggs in the mouth. Literally, like, just powdered like a motherfucker because that's that Bill Gates farm wheat, nigga. That's what I'm saying. I don't... Why does he own all the farms? I don't Shit. know. How many times oh, has... How many times have people died choking on a Popeye's biscuit, I wonder? 
I don't know, man, but they would probably be on a one thousand and one Spike uh, TV episode where it was one motherfucker. But um, I was almost dug into something about Microsoft at eleven messing up apps. I don't, I don't have a Mac. I got an iPhone, which is nice, but I've always dealt with Windows. It's cool to me. I think again, the Games Pass thing is this has kind of been so far like a Games Pass episode. I think it has because of the Dark Alliance news or whatever. But, uh, and it's also, you know, at least it's an American company <laughs> that we can <laughs> lean back into. The one that uh, created antitrust laws because of their business practices. Is? Yeah. They, they're the ones responsible because of their business practices and basically smashing competition left and right. Well, Buying up code for upcoming OSs and just hiding it in a vault so it'll Welcome never be capitalism. released. This is Sparta. Crony capitalism is that. <laughs> That's true. But, uh, oh, yeah. Drop my thing. Oh, no. The next piece That's of news Tekken Cross Street Fighter is officially dead. Oh. I know. 30% complete. Okay. Is there any happy news that Delta variants <laughs> and cheating games? Uh, Unstoppable is a Chinese film that is inspired uh, by Halo. No and the protagonist apparently is identical to Master Chief. I gotta see this. I gotta see this. They're just going. That's so cold. That's so. (laughs) So apparently, Sony. In other news, uh, they're inviting people to buy a PlayStation Five, but they're only sending the emails to people who already own a PlayStation Five. So if you own a PS Five, you're getting an invitation via email for their direct stock program to buy another PS5. Hey, speaking of that, ain't Marvel Avengers giving out people's house home keys? <laughs> Probably. Or IPs? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Marvel giving away your fucking information? All our information is fucking compromised, sir. <laughs> it is. Anyway. Right. Yeah, but I just think yeah, that's hilarious that PS5... In my files. Sony is sending people for their direct stock thing, but they're only sending the emails to people who already own PS5s. They're like, Do is there I- any good news, bro? Is there any good news, man? <laughs> yes. GameStop has revealed its top 10 oh, pre-orders. God. <laughs> it's top 10 pre-orders following E3 2021. Here's the top 10 pre-orders. You ready for this? Number yeah. one, Metroid Dread. Okay, I'm good with that. Metroid Dread looked good. Number two, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword dropping on July 16th. I'm good with that. Number three, Mario Golf Switch. It just came out yesterday, the 25th. I I mean, fine. It's not my thing, but whatever. It made it look fun, but whatever. Number four, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shiny Pearl coming November 19th. I'm excited for that one. Mario Party Superstars. That's number five coming October 29th. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy coming October 26th. I'm excited for that one. I'm in, I'm interested to see what people say about that shit and if it looks anything like fucking Marvel Avengers, just mark this episode. I'm interested to see the I will. reaction. Well, I'm curious. Number seven is Far Cry 6, October 7th, 2021 dropping. Number eight, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance <laughs> made their top ten pre-orders. Good luck with that. Number nine, Madden NFL 22, 22, August 20th, dropping. Number 10, Pokemon Legends Arceus, or whatever, January 28th, 2022. 
And then number 11 special mention was Halo Infinite because it doesn't have a release date yet. So they put that as number 11. Um, Battlefield 2024 news. DICE says just making maps bigger won't make the game work. <laughs> so. All right. More bad news. <laughs> Apparently so. I'm on the last page of news here. Uh, Dragon Age 4, people think that the alpha is coming to PlayStation Store soon. The alpha release is mm. coming to PlayStation. That's interesting. What about the Sigma release? That's mm. what I want. It's been a while since we've done a release joke. <laughs> it's, it's the alpha and Sigma releases. Uh-oh. I almost, yeah, I almost said Ghost release with a Halo thing, but, you know... I'm yeah. mature now. I am not. Um, okay, so next piece of news. We got the announcement from Games Pass. Coming soon. Coming soon. Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts is coming to cloud. Immortal Realms is coming to cloud, console, and PC. Limbo. Classic indie game coming to cloud, console, and PC. Wor- worms Rumble. Cloud, console, and PC. I struggled with saying worms there for a minute. I almost said words. Worms rubble, rumble, cloud console and PC. Gang Beast, cloud console and PC. Bug Fable, same. Uh, Need for Speed. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster on PC and console. I've already seen it. I see it on my menu right now. I'm probably going to install that. Iron Harvest and Proteus. That was the ones we were talking about earlier. Proteus I talked about at the beginning of the show. I like it, man. I like it already. Um, next piece of news. Um, the Order 1886 can unofficially be played in full screen thanks to a mod. Who's modding the Order 1886? Who is modding More that game? bad news. <laughs> I don't know. This is the bad news. The Delta. Oh, let me see this. Title this one. The Delta Force strain drops the bad news. Uh, last piece of news. Phil Spencer revealed that he recently spoke with Marty Stratton over at id uh, to discuss their future projects. So apparently they have things going on. Is QuakeCon coming back? You know what? That's a good question. Let me see. Let me let me let me do this. Is QuakeCon when is QuakeCon 2021? August 19th to August 21st online. Bad news. Damn it. I was ready to say good news. I was ready to say good news, bro. You got up in the news. bad they news know this week. The Delta Force. That's okay. Fuck it. At least, you know, it's better than no news. At least we're live and able to do this thing again. Was there any other news that you saw that was noteworthy that you wanted to talk about, man, or get into? Nah, that was it. I've got the... Uh... I've got the the winner though from G4. They just ran a uh, G4 just ran a controller bracket for the favorite controller, and the winner was the GameCube controller. The GameCube controller won with fifty one percent. I don't know. I'm still a three sixty guy. I like Dreamcast. the three sixty. The Dreamcast is classic. Three sixty is probably the best controller ever. I hadn't felt the new. Xbox controller, I heard that's pretty dope. PlayStation 5 is supposed to be pretty fire. 
Dreamcast was my shit. Adam Sessler made a good yeah. point about the 360 controller and why it's so good. He says it's because your thumbsticks are in different axes. Correct. And I was like, yeah, that makes no, sense. Correct. Yeah. Right. It's not even. Yeah. Yeah. No, like that's that. that's what's up, man. That's what's up. That anything else? Nah, man. Besides the title of this episode, the Delta Force strain drops the bad news bears. <laughs> okay. I like you're, that. You're one. the writer, sir. I like you're that. The one. writer. I can barely read. Well, I don't know, man. This is a, this has been grand as usual. I think what we should maybe maybe uh, I don't know. We'll see. I kind of want to rejig the unhealthy gaming. I think next week you might catch up <coughs> a little bit. Bless it. That's that Delta variant. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe maybe we maybe we'll drop like a, a Fourth of July special and rejigger a few things and and see how that works out. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But this has always been It'll be the Fourth of I mean, July release. It's got fireworks. Yeah, in it. yeah, with the fireworks and shit. You know what I'm saying? For the see, we might need to do something special, something. Maybe a Discord special. Please I'll play. I'll Discord. play. Uh, I'll play the national anthem on guitar. Super, super drunk. On top of your roof. On top of my with roof. A, with a super drunk. Mullet with a <laughs> with a mullet wig on. Yes. Playing proud to be an American. Proud Shooting to your be guns an American. And preparing for the forever purge. And then after well, I get done, I'll put the gun. I'll put the guitar down and fire a few shotgun rounds off in the air. Right. I'm gonna be doing some bootyist meditation, man. Again, shout out to uh, bootyist Bob, man. May the force be with you. Uh, Dewey, Brown, and Heather, Aaron, Riley, yo, y'all already know what time it is. Please, you know, check out the Patreon if you would like as well. There's some extra shit in there. There is like the community again. You know, there's a lot of free shit that you can do. I probably need to holler at Rudy and maybe put out a special for uh, the holiday as far as on the YouTubes with some some uh, gameplay I've been capturing over the past couple of months. But that's pretty much. I don't know, man. I can't think of anything else to to ramble on and waste these people time with today. What else do you have? Man, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm going to go. I don't know what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go do something, though. Probably eat some more sugar and take a nap. Maybe get on some more darker lines. I probably will do that. Oh, man. It'll be a grand grand rest of the day. Hopefully, the folks that's listening have a, a great fucking day and understand that it's all love. It's all love. The tribe. It's all love. Yeah. All right, that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Thank you for joining us. You can find us at uh, Facebook.com backslash Skip the Tutorial Pod, Instagram.com backslash Skip the Tutorial Pod. Uh, you can email us at Skip the Tutorial Podcast at Twitter, Skip the Tutorial Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter too. That's STT underscore pod on Twitter. And then, of course, if you want more Skip the Tutorial in your life, five bucks a month, Patreon.com backslash. I forget. Is it STT Pod? Hold on. Yeah, I think so. Hold Whatever. on. Let, yeah, you, let me make it's sure on our, it's, it's on there. our page. You can check the yeah. Why he does that? Discord's free. Listening is free. All these things are free. You know what I'm talking about? That's just some extra bonus level shit. Like it says on the Patreon. It is page. STT Pod. Indubitably, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and again, you know, just check it out, man. You can see the underlying level of what the fuck we be talking in here outside of just the video gaming news. It's, you know what it is and what it's all about, man. The family. So, uh, yeah, man. It's always man. a pleasure if you made it this far. You know what time it is. June sixth, twenty days ago, we released a bonus episode about Psycho Gorman. <laughs> that was that was too good. That was it's too worth good. it. 
It was. Oh, I forgot we talked about Modoc last week. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch that on Hulu, please go watch it because I need season two because it ends on the darkest cliffhanger I've ever seen for a cartoon. That's another thing. See, I started watching Modoc, man. It's so much shit to watch, man. I can't wait to get into more shit next How week. How far did you get into Modoc? I got to ask. Not far. That's okay. what I'm saying, bro. I got okay. the first episode. It's so much shit to watch, so much yeah. shit to catch up on. I got to focus. Once I clear up with Loki and a few other things, then I'll go back and be able to double up on a few other things but um it never stops man that's what i love about the show and the pop culture and being able to talk about what the fuck we want and saying that we're gonna cut off the show 15 times and not, <laughs> and not do it the the actual fucking end of the show where we say the same thing every week which is number one stay humble stay humble that is our Cambodia. big there's our big thing you're right that is at the end of every episode we always sign off with stay humble Candyman. Candyman can. <laughs> <laughs>